for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Today we have a great show. I'm so excited about it. Our sponsor today is Noonday Exploration. Noonday helps families by purchasing oil and gas royalties from estates. For more information, call 903-530-9352 or go to NoondayExploration.com. So our topic today is what's so special about care? Or you could call it how abortion affects the church and the community. But before we introduce our very, very special guest, B.J. Garrett, I want to introduce my co-host. My co-host is Ellen Crafty Trant. She is the mother of five, including one who's about to arrive any minute. And she is my daughter. Ellen has a background in media, business, and science. She's a serial entrepreneur. She entered her Thursday, thir- excuse me, she entered her 30s as the president of a small company. She and her husband now own a franchise. So, thank you for joining me today, Ellie, and why don't you introduce our guest? Hi, Mom. I'm happy to be here. Our guest today is CARE Executive Director B.J. Garrett. Now, CARE stands for Christ-Centered Abortion Recovery and Education. B.J. served as a facilitator in abortion recovery and was on the board of directors at CARE before she started her present position as Executive Director. She has extensive experience in numerous nonprofits throughout East Texas and is a graduate of Baptist Missionary Association Theological Seminary. She loves teaching Bible studies and is available to tell her story as a public speaker, which you've done frequently, BJ, in the last few years, talking about your as you've been at the, your position at CARE. And Absolutely. Since we're close- Thank you. Oh, sorry, BJ. Since right. we're close friends, I was just going to throw in one more thing. And that is, you got to be on a, like, a minister on the staff of a church, which would that never, a Baptist church, that never happens in East Texas, BJ. So you're just quite a woman. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. If only the rest of the world could think that. (laughs) I do, and I know you really well, so I should know. (laughs) Well, I want to be, I just want to mention to our listeners, because you generously told your story about your experience with abortion in your childhood on a show we called The Serious Symptoms of Post-Abortion Syndrome. And I want to encourage our listeners to go ahead and download that podcast if they missed it because it was so powerful and so tender. And you were were just so matter-of-fact of of some of the really, I want to say, horrifying things you experienced as a child. And since I know you now as an adult, and I see this beautiful woman who just has this amazing heart, and how you comfort everyone out of your own uh, difficulties that you grew through and 
and overcame. So we have a lot to talk about on the show, but I didn't want to miss a chance to tell people about the fact that your story is recorded now for our listeners to really benefit from. And it, it illustrates something about how even your story, like I know part of it that maybe you didn't even share in that last episode, and that is sometimes there's a law in place and it doesn't really protect a woman's rights or her heart even though that may be the intention of the law. So I wanted, if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit of your story about um, how you experienced the ultrasound in your, or didn't, would you mind sharing that part of your story? Absolutely. Um, so I get to, I, I hear this all the time that it's a law that, that women have an ultrasound before they have an abortion. And that is true in some states. It is in Texas and Louisiana. The problem with that law is that there is no law sitting that the woman has to see the ultrasound. And specifically for my case, I remember laying on the abortion table. I knew full well what I was doing. Um, I was very broken and hard-hearted at this time in my life. And, but I, I specifically asked them when they were doing the ultrasound if I could please see my baby. And I was told flat out, no, I could not. I was able to then take that information and convince myself that I was never even pregnant, which then became a year, years and years and years, nearly two decades worth of me shoving that date so deep down inside of my heart. It was truly as if that day had never happened, Kathy. I had no idea that that was a caveat to the law. Absolutely. And so the the law is they have to have one, um, an ultrasound done before an abortion can be formed now. And that's not the law in every state, but it is becoming more popular. And the point of that is because we know very often that if a young woman or a young couple can see the life that has been created inside of and living inside of this woman, that oftentimes they will choose life because they recognize that, that this is a living, beautiful baby growing inside of her. And so the law was initially created for that purpose, to give them the choice to see that child and then make an informed decision on whether they wanted to terminate that life or to choose life. Um, But what happens is because the law was not very specific in when it was written is that, yes, the abortion industry has to have an ultrasound, but they do not have to show the woman. And even in states where they are by law required, um, I have actually heard many, many stories from personal individuals here at CARE where they have been told, no, they cannot see it. It's too hard on you. We recommend you don't look. That is shocking to me. And I, I think. I think any other medical procedure, if the patient asked for the information, they would obviously have access to the information that was in their own medical um, decision decision making process. So I can see, especially knowing that we have something of a medical background in our family, I, I can see how that is really shocking in some ways that women can ask for the information and it's still withheld from them. And they're very crafty in doing that because they play it off as if it is easier for you if you don't look. And actually, that's very true because statistically speaking, if the woman or if the couple does see the ultrasound, then they won't go through with the abortion, which is why we are so 
um, excited to, to give an ultrasound option to a young girl that may not be ready or, or think they're ready um, to become a parent. Um, and so, but we know that if we give them the ultrasound and let them see the, that life, that um, it just, it informs her and gives her a better idea of what's really happening. Wow. Well, tell us a a little bit about the history of CARE. How did CARE come to exist, BJ? Well, it's it's such a neat story. Actually, um, a beautiful woman, Bev Klein, led Dr. Grace English and Barbara Bobo through abortion recovery. All three ladies were post-abortive, and they just got together and did a Bible study, um, which really just led them through the healing process of really accepting God's grace, even on the subject Mm -hmm. of abortion. Mm -hmm. And so Dr. Grace English is a starter and a go-getter, and so she formed CARE, and that's how we came to be. And it was through Grace that I became involved and and had the opportunity to volunteer. So we're all we, we all admire her very much in this community, and we're so grateful for her leadership there. She's just been fearless and and talking and speaking out so that women and and families can get help. And so we're really grateful for her. And I know you agree with that because we're all such good friends. But um, Ellie, I think you had a question. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not post-abortive, and I'm just wondering about your volunteers, because I do hear a lot of um, your volunteers have abortions in their past. So tell me, do all of the CARE volunteers have abortions in their past, or is there a mixture of women and people involved in CARE? So the simple answer of that is yes, every single volunteer has abortion in their in their past. And let me tell you why I answer that way is because even though you specifically may not have gone through an abortion experience, you do have abortion in your past. Someone you love dearly is post-abortive. And I know that because I know your mom who, who's right. Right, right now. Um, but that is true for every single person. I promise you, you know somebody who's post-abortive, even if you have not gone through that specifically yourself, you know someone, you love someone who is post-abortive. And so for that reason, I say absolutely every single volunteer that we have is associated by abortion in some way. Maybe it was their sister, maybe it was their best friend in college or high school even. Um, somebody you know is associated with abortion. Um, now then, specifically, have you, do you have to have had an abortion to volunteer with us? Absolutely not. What you have to do to volunteer with us is have a heart to want to help men and women heal from the deepest, darkest, broken season of their life. That's what it requires. Um, and if, if you can do that and if you love the Lord and you want to help broken men and women become not broken, especially in the, in the wake of an abortion experience, then we have a place for you. Yeah, BJ, I'm, I'm, when we come back, I'm going to talk some more about that. I, I, know, I remember when I had to get the courage because I was talking about my abortion with other people. I didn't, and we live in a small enough town. I didn't want my kids to hear about it from someone else. So I had to get enough courage to tell my own children. And their response to that was really dear to me. I, I just love my kids. So as we go to the break, I just want to mention that all inquiries at CARE, that's careabortionrecovery.com, are strictly confidential. And when we come back after this quick break, BJ is going to give us some more valuable information on the way CARE is actually helping churches 
help those who've been affected by abortion and how that's just rippling out in our whole community. So stay with us because you're going to want to hear more from BJ. Yeah, and, and, and I want to remind everybody, Mom, that they can catch more interviews anytime on a full range of topics that women ponder in their hearts at your website, kathycraffy.com, or at Toginet, who are our wonderful partners in podcasting. Thank you, Ellen. That's so good. And I want to thank Noonday Exploration for presenting today's episode. They're so bold and brave, and I'm really grateful for their sponsorship of today's program. So don't forget, today, this is the place where you get truth with a Texas twang. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Chimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. I told you there was a new place for senior care. A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause. <laughs> where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place. A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever. It's home. Where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how. Stop. Hi, this is Kathy Craffy with Fireside Talk Radio, and I'm here with B.J. Garrett, the Executive Director of CARE. Christ-centered abortion recovery and education. We are here to help men and women have their lives restored after an abortion experience. You, if you want to know more about how to recover after abortion, look for our upcoming episodes on Fireside Talk Radio with BJ and Kathy Crafty. Thank you. our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio. We're here today with B.J. Garrett, who is compassionately sharing how abortion affects our churches and communities, or another name for this topic would be what makes care so special. B.J., everybody knows abortion is like this loaded topic. It's very divisive. Just last week, I had a radio station tear up a contract with me because they didn't want me talking about abortion. They just got skittish and they balked. And in a way, I don't even blame them. And so here's what I want to know from you. What do you say to those people who are just sick of all the ruckus around this tender 
but very controversial topic. Well, clearly abortion can be very divisive and it often turns political, um, which kind of drives me crazy because abortion should not even be a political discussion. It's a personal discussion. And whatever your views are on abortion, whether you think it's great or you think it's awful, the truth is it's affecting men and women and families. And there is a lasting effect that happens after an abortion experience. And so CARE is here to help help that help those in that situation, um, specifically in the church. And I know many pastors, I get told this all the time, that do we really want to go there? And the answer is yes, we need to go yeah. there because what we know is that healed people heal people. And when you get healed people inside the church, there is no stopping them. And mm. so, you know, when if we can partner with the local church, and, and we're not asking to come in and take over, we want to be a resource to the local church. We want to help the local pastor who doesn't have abortion in their story, who doesn't know how to respond when a woman or a couple comes to them crying because they can't handle the guilt and the shame from their abortion experience from maybe two decades ago, 30 years ago. Then Mm. I want them to be able to call us and know that with grace and love and compassion, we will walk by this couple hand in hand and, and just walk them through the scripture. There's not a special, you know, unique pill that we can take. It's just literally walking through the scriptures and understanding that you're not alone and that we're on this journey together with you to get that hope and healing from your abortion. BJ, I just appreciate you saying it is a personal issue, not a political issue. Mm -hmm. Because that, you hit the nail on the head so often uh, people make it political and then nothing good comes from that. It just, like, like you said, mom, it's, it becomes divisive and then nothing, nothing, no healing happens. And I get so frustrated with that. So BJ, thank you for, mm-hmm. for mentioning that and emphasizing that. Um, what are the key things you think that sets care apart from other organizations and ministries? Well, I think that one of the key things is that, obviously, we're the only ministry that I know of that tries to restore the voice of the fathers that are affected by abortion. There is no other ministry where men have a voice. In the abortion industry, Mm -hmm. men are completely silenced. And the truth is that they've lost a child, too. Whatever their role in the abortion choice is, whether they didn't know, whether they drove the young woman, whether they paid for it, forced it upon her, whatever their role is, the truth is is that they lost a child in abortion also. Um, And so Mm -hmm. it's very, very, um, it's just tragic. So, so what's different about care is that we, we want to minister to the man and the woman. Um, I will say that the majority of our people are women um, that come through um, because women are just so emotionally attached and drawn um, to, the, you know, to that loss and the effects of that. And so, um, so, so that's what we do. We, just, we really walk beside the women. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that was interesting to me is I happened to be there for one of the, we do weekend retreats, CARE does, and I got to volunteer one weekend, and we had a lady show up who was an aunt. Her, her, her sister had had an abortion, and we don't talk about these things, but that, that uh, particular time, I thought, I thought CARE was really doing something very unique 
because I know I'm so attached to my nieces and nephews. And and this young woman was too. I mean, she was really grieving for that in that process of, of realizing that her family had lost a member that she would have cherished and wanted to acknowledge. I love that. That that's one of the things care does so well, I think. You know, and, and we hear that all the time. I mean, like even one of the, the older ladies that we were able to minister to and help is, you know, 40 years ago, she actually, I'm sorry, that's not 40 years ago, 20 years ago, she drove her daughter to the abortion clinic and, and, and played a role in losing her grandchild by way of abortion. And all of these many years later, she's still struggling with that. And, and, and seeing how her daughter um, was affected by that abortion choice and the self-destructive behaviors that came from that. And so being able to walk beside this grandmother of an aborted child and mm-hmm. help her to receive healing and forgiveness for her role in that also, I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity that we have. So when pastors see you coming, are they excited? Are they nervous? How do how do pastors respond to this gentle way of approaching this topic? Very difficult we, topic. It is very difficult, and and we've been um, received both ways, very generously and and not so generously. Um, okay. There's always that pastor that wants mm-hmm. to just shut the door on this topic, um, and I understand that because it is a scary thing to talk about, and it's very. It, it, like, you know, we've talked, it's very divisive. They don't want to get in the political discussions. But what, it, again, is so unique about Karis is this is not a political agenda. This is not a political item. This is a personal outreach to help men and women who are broken from a choice that they made for whatever their reasonings are. We don't, we don't, I mean, we, we do talk about those things, but, but that's not... It's not a political thing, and so it's very compassionate, very loving, very welcoming, and there's no condemnation. Whatever whatever decisions you made growing up that led you down the abortion road, we just want to be here to comfort you and let you know that you're not alone and that Christ forgives you. He loves you so so much. Abortion is not the unforgivable sin. And so if we can get that message into the church and let them know that the, their churches are filled with men and women hurting and that we want to help them, once they understand that, then they are so welcoming. They throw open their doors, they put out our flyers, and they just recognize that we're an amazing resource for them. So, so we get both. We get the doors shut and we get the doors flown wide open and saying, please come in and share your story and help our congregation. You know, one of the... BJ, earlier you had um, said that the the reality is abortion exists. You know, let's... Essentially, let's stop talking about whether it's right or wrong and admit that it exists and focus on healing. So how how do we culturally help people shift to focusing on healing and then the ripple effect that healing can have? Can I just jump in and say one of my favorite things about care really addresses this, and that is one of my favorite things is the women are so chill and relaxed and so open and healthy, and they laugh so much. When we're together, we just laugh a lot. You know, it's because our joy has been restored, and that is so huge. And again, and I say this, but healed people heal people. And when you are healed from the deepest, darkest, broken circumstance in your life and you you just pour out and you ooze joy and love and grace and mercy, 
And so, I mean, that is our total goal at CARE is to help the broken be restored. And um, so, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Well, and again, just culturally, what do you think the answer is? I know you're going out and sharing your story so much to try and uh, shift the thinking to healing, you know, but what can what can our listeners do to shift that thinking and to help? Oh. Just remember that what to not be judgmental, like we all have something and whether it's abortion or not, we all have something. And just remember to share grace, show grace. If someone comes to you and they share and they open up to you about an abortion experience, don't shut them down. Don't, mm. don't try to quiet them. Just listen. You don't have to have the answers. You just have to have the heart to love them right where they're at. And love that. You know, really, it's just, it's really about just opening up the opportunities for conversations to let these men and women know they're not alone. And, and the, I keep kind of repeating that, but, but there's something special about not being alone. That's why there's, that's why group therapy works. When you're in any kind of therapy situation and there's another like-minded person dealing with the same heartaches that you've had, that you've gone through, there's a healing that takes place. And so we just have to quit um, stifling and telling people, you know, the, the old saying, we don't air our dirty laundry. Well, sometimes our dirty laundry needs to be aired. It needs to be freshened. Of, yeah, it's kind of actually once you do it once or twice, it starts to be kind of a relief. And then it... It actually frees you up. Like, I remember the first time I made a joke about abortion, and my husband looked at me and went, did you just joke about abortion? <laughs> I went, yeah, I think I'm getting better. You know, I feel better. This was years yeah. ago, but that was a turning point for me when I could just finally relax a little bit and not be so wounded feeling. Absolutely. When you, when you wipe away the shame and you're able to just embrace the healing, um, then, then you're just whole. And whole people are more effective in all areas of their life, in their marriages, in their parenting, um, in their jobs, in their church and ministry. When you're healed, you just are more productive for the kingdom, period. Yeah, I, I so agree with that. I really wish we had another hour to talk about this. Will you come back and do another show with us soon, BJ? You know that I will. I love you both dearly, and I, and I love talking about healing from an abortion. Um, it's so dear to my heart because I've been healed. I've, I've walked the path. I've walked the path of destruction, and also I've, I've been able to receive healing. Um, and, and there's nothing that has equipped me better than the healing that I've received through care. And our other topic, or other, excuse me, our other episode on this topic you talked, we talked about courageous. BJ, you are very courageous. So yes. thank you for being our special guest today at Fireside Talk Radio. I've enjoyed the conversation and I know that anyone listening has been blessed because you took the time to be with us today. Thank you. It's been a great honor. You can find out more about CARE at careabortionrecovery.com where they are very confidential and very comforting. We also want to Noonday Exploration. To find out more about oil and gas royalty purchasing, contact them at NoondayExploration.com or 903-530-9352. If you would like more information about our sponsors or our guests or want to recommend a guest for future show, please contact me at KathyCraffy.com. Thank you for joining us at Camp Crafty Fireside Radio, where we ponder all the tried and true stuff 
women's door in their hearts. for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Aww.